and I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 159. In this episode, we will be reviewing Hellbent, chapter 26. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our personal sentinel, Lee Bardugo. Moi Saviani casters. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Cities. Cities. <laughs> I've done that to you twice now, where I'm just like, <laughs> cities. Right now, on. we have Lucknow, India. Ooh. And then we're going to Colon, Czech Republic. Woo. Thank you. The other side of the world. It is. Thank you so much, listeners. Goodness. So, um, anyways, yeah, this has been a, whew, a doozy of a day, days, week. I don't know. A lot of <laughs> crazy stuff going on. Hi. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm recovering. Good. From a really amazing weekend. Yeah. How was your, you, how was your trip? Um, it was fantastic. Um, I drove up to Kentucky on Friday after work, and I spent (laughs) a lot of time, um, I don't know, doing things that I'm too old for. Um, No, you're not. (laughs) I uh, first met my favorite content creator, and that was very exciting and fun, and I spent um, like a good two hours with her. It was like talking with a friend. Um, It was so amazing. That's like talking with Lee when we've talked to her and we've always been like freaked out, but it's like talking to a friend. I know. Like we talked about so many things that um, as I'm looking at things, I'm like, oh my God, she would love that. And then I'm like, calm down. You're not friends. And like, I don't need to be like (laughs) sending her things like, this reminded me of you. Like, and we're not doing that. I'm not going to be that person. I had my moment and we're moving on. Um, But it was kind of sad because it was like, we were like really vibing. Um, but I got to meet like her husband and her parents and her dogs and Wow. Um, yeah. Did you propose? <laughs> I wish. It sounds like um, you should. No, it was a lot of fun. I I had a good time. And then I had to jet back over to Louisville and um spend six hours with a band um into the wee hours of the morning. And that was that was, that was so fun, but I was so <laughs> exhausted by the time I got back to my hotel room. You know when you've like stayed up too late and it was a lot of fun and then you get back and you're like you can't go to sleep because yeah. you're you because you've gone past your threshold. Oh. And it's been fun. So you're just like in this weird state of like I need to sleep, but I can't. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, mine's over excitement. It's yeah, I just I get too excited and I've had too much stuff going on later at night where I'm not used to it. And, yeah, I, it's hard for me to fall asleep. I have to, like, it takes me a lot to calm down. Well, and these boys are, like, I say boys because they they're are. a lot younger than me. And, yeah. like, they're, they're still texting me, like, after I lay down to, like, go to sleep. And it was, like, half an hour later, I'm getting texts. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I need 
to sleep now. Um, but you know what? It was fun. I needed That's it. All that matters. It lifted my spirits. I haven't felt that great in a long time. Oh. So it was really good. good. And I'm like, I'm I'm letting that carry me through because yes. there was some stress today. And you know, I was like, you know what? That's not gonna bring me down. No. We're gonna think about all the things that happened this weekend and how awesome it was. And remember that like I lead an exciting life sometimes and exactly. I deserve that. And I'm don't need to let this stupid little small thing that wasn't my doing affect me. No, we should not let any, we have to carry on with all that fun energy and let it move us through the week. And yeah, absolutely. I get it. I, um, well, Caden's at camp. We dropped him off at camp yesterday, which was exciting, but I was also nervous for him. And I could tell he was nervous because, um, it was his idea um, he wanted to, but he didn't know what he was getting into. And we hadn't been there before. It's the y- it's a YMCA camp. Okay. Camp. Oh, goodness. It has a weird name. Widgie Wagon. Yes. Yes. Um, Widgie Wagon. And um, when we got there, I was like, this is a nice place. Like, I mean, really, like, I mean, it's got the cute log cabins with air conditioning. I mean, he's, he's is it be- still in the same place on the west side. It's really close to Nashville Shores. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it's really nice, and I think once he saw that, he was like, okay. I just wanted him to – I wanted to make friends and have people that um, hopefully are close to his age because we saw a lot of younger kids, um, but I did see some older kids too. So we haven't gotten a call yet. He can't have his cell phone. He can't have any electronic devices. Oh, wow. I know. So, <laughs> whew. We love you, Kay. We hope you're doing well. <laughs> and – um. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he is too. He's got to be having fun. I hope so. Correct. Can they hear you? <laughs> okay. I'm going to sound. Yeah. So anyways. um, Yeah. Security has not called us as Chris just said in my ear. But okay. So anyways, that was interesting. That was fun. Excited for him. He'll come back next this upcoming Saturday. And um, then we got to do tech support for my mom, which I've been doing for the past couple days. Oh, love you, mom. But tech support is, oh, <laughs> that will, that's an exhausting, it can get you really frustrated too at the very like last hours of your Sunday. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Okay. This is when Chris and I finally got to relax and we're sitting there and she's getting mad at me. I'm like, this is not my fault. Like, you're the one that, I don't know. Anyways, we made it through. God bless you, mom. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm still been watching anime. <laughs> still with the anime. Still am. I finished watching um, uh, the Ultimatum, the queer edition one. We saw and that I am there. so happy that like I watched, I went, I walked through it or went through <laughs> it before, um, before I saw the com- the lesbian comedy show last week because they were really talking about it. It's like all over like lesbian space. Like, everybody's talking about it. Everybody knows all their names. It was, like, the biggest thing, and I'm so glad I watched it before. I don't even know what the show is. All of that. Um, I I know what the – I've heard of The Ultimatum, but I don't know what – what's the show consist of? uh, So, there's different couples, and one person in each couple has given the ultimatum of marry me or F off, basically. Oh, wow. Um, Like, 
So it's the it's that's the ultimatum is yeah. marry me or go away. Um, so they bring all these couples in, and they have them switch partners for three weeks, so that they can see if. So the person that gave the ultimatum can say like if they really do think that this other that their couple partner or whatever is their true love or if the person that got the ultimatum if like they're ready to get married or if they still want to play the field or like whatever um and what? the the straight version of it is like a little boring because come on <laughs> I won't I won't go where I was going to go with that but but it's a little it's a little boring for some reasons um, but in the lesbian version, it's spicy. Ooh, like, it was so good. And I hated that Netflix did that stupid thing where they're like, here's five episodes and then stop. And then here's three episodes and then stop. And then here's two episodes. Like, they put it out in chunks. So you had to, like, oh God, wait for the next piece of it. And that drove me absolutely insane. Uh, but I, it was really, really, really good. Okay. And I really hope they do that again because it was so much better than the straight version. Huh. So did you – so it's all over now? Yeah. Okay. So did you actually wait till all of them came out? No. I couldn't. Yeah. Because like everybody – I say everybody. (laughs) The lesbian world. Wouldn't work like that. Was all talking about it. So if you didn't watch it, then you were like so far behind and you were going to get something spoiled. So I had to stay on top of it because even Barbie at work, <laughs> we had to talk about it every time. So, oh, so yeah, you, highly recommend. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, do you think Chris and I would like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really good. It's, um, I love all those stupid shows. The, um. What is it? The uh, Bachelor. Well, Bachelor, but the um Love is Blind. Yeah. Married at First Sight. Like I love all those things. And this is just one of the like in that kind of genre. Okay. But because it was lesbians, it oh, was I, it was spicy. That's exciting. It yes. Yeah, I'm not into those shows, but I mean it's not that I just don't watch them. Support the queers. I will. I've got to. It is <laughs> it is Pride Month. Well that and like Netflix needs to know. That, like, we need more queer programming. Like, I I love all those shows, but this is the first time there was a queer version of yeah. those shows. So, like, I would love to see, like, Love is Blind lesbian edition. Oh, wow. I would love that so much. But I don't know how you would do that. Anyway. <laughs> well, on the subject of pride and queer things, I am um, – so my mom brought this up last week, and I actually experienced it this weekend. We went to Target – where, you know, Target is a very big LGBT supporter. Yeah, except their Pride collection this year sucks. It is so bad. Like, it's been great in previous years. This year's, uh-uh. No, it's not good. Okay, so that actually kind of is what I'm not about the specific items. But, okay, so big LGBT supportive Target, they... They are, like, I mean, one of the big, huge, like, I mean, just as a big corporation has always been supportive. Um, But, yeah, they always have Pride stuff, Pride Month. Well, my mom walked in and saw the Pride stuff right out there, and she just loved it and was so excited. Bought (laughs) Sam, my turtle, a cape. Um, And, yeah, little, anyways. So, to move forward, she goes in the following day, and it's not there anymore. 
And then she goes and asks them where where it is, and it's moved to the back of Target. And she asks why, and apparently there were threats, and there were, like, people complaining that this was inappropriate. So Target moved it from the front to the back of the store, and I was like, well, Mom, I understand it's upsetting. I get that. Like, it sucks, but, I mean, Target is... Target's Target, so they're huge. They're gonna, they gotta have something up their sleeve to try to help. Um, but then I found out um, that actually it was a corporate decision, and that they've had to do that to a lot of stores, and some of the items aren't even coming back. And it's, um, I don't know. I was at first when my mom told me about it, I wasn't upset. I was like, I mean, but then when I actually saw it, and then I was like. That is so like I don't know. It hurt. It was weird. They um I didn't look at the individual items. It was just kind of like the whole fact that like mm-hmm. they decided to move it because some people were I don't know. I feel like that's just it it sucks. I'll say that. It sucks. I thought it was like but I know that the Nashville LGBT community and some of our leaders are know about it and i i don't know what they're doing about it but they do know and that was my main thing i was like well mom we just need to make sure that the right people know um because of course she called corporate and mm-hmm. she talked to them and um so it's just a weird thing um it's a weird time in this world um where you know i feel like we move a couple feet forward but then hey we move a couple feet back i just um it sucks. It's it's I think what's hurtful about this in my head is just the fact that I've always looked at Target as such a such a support system for us. Um they are and have been and I just find that such a weird move for them to make that. Yeah. But, you don't want to you do not want to upset the Target queers because there's so many of them. Target queers spend coin in Target. So like you do not want to upset the Target queers. And what's weird is like you got to think like I mean But they're they're a collection this year sucked. So, like, <laughs> so if it's in the back, then, like, fine. The principle of it, I totally get. But, like, right. their collection this year is, like, the worst it's ever been. <laughs> it is so bad. Like, I don't want any of it. It is the <laughs> worst. Well, And I don't know if, like, that's a – I don't know. They said they it was curated by some artist or whatever. But, like, I it saw sucks. That. They had, like, they had the pictures of them, yeah. like, kind of near it. Um I was watching a, I was watching like several YouTube channels, uh, like when the collection was launching about like reviewing, yeah, Target Pride, and I was like, and, and everybody agreed too that it was just not not great, not great. So um, that's weird. Yeah, it is. That's the weird thing. It's not about the collection sucking, right? It's about the fact that I think Target also probably has a lot of LGBTQ people in their corporate office that are probably leaders and huge like i mean yeah it's in minneapolis is a headquarters big big community there um there's targets everywhere i know that they're like i guess i just like to me in my head there's got to be something i don't know because it mm-hmm. doesn't seem to make sense like i can't imagine people work queer people working at target headquarters and being like getting that memo and being like oh, okay yeah Get it. That's fine. Like, there's got to be something that I'm missing. I hope. There has to be. Well, now anytime there's, like, hetero messaging, then we just need to complain. Like, anytime there's, like, an advertisement with, like, a guy and girl, like, you know, doing the cute, like, catalog, whatever, up on the thing, then we just need to 
So complain to complain the world about, that. about everything. About say, oh my gosh, it's so inappropriate. I don't want my kids to see that. I wish we could. <laughs> I, I mean, will. we can. I, maybe I we should go to Target about the same thing. Yes. Maybe we should. My kids don't need to see this like sexually explicit stuff going on. I think the thing that upset me also was there are some items that aren't coming back and they had um like baby what do you mean stuff. Coming back? So I guess like they had to literally like there's some items that they had to pull from the shelves, like couldn't even have them in the back of the store. And they're like the baby things, like as if like a gay couple or a lesbian couple has a baby and just by putting them in like a pride onesie is doing what? Is that really like it's just I know who these people what this group of people I know who they are. I don't know exactly who they are. I don't know that it's Martha, Marsha or John or who, but I know what type of people these are. And it's just like, oh, my God, calm down. Yo. You're going to complain about me making out in front of you, which I haven't. I will come and do that so you can actually see what it's like because that's what they complain about. They don't want it all in front of their faces. Well, you just wait. I'll get my heels. I'll get all my queer gayness. Yes. Duh. Okay. I know. That was that was me being hard. How was that? <laughs> that was interesting. I know. I try. <laughs> Anyways. Moving forward. Um, are you? Are you? Oh, I didn't even get that last uh, part. God. Yeah. Sorry. See, producers saying things in our ears that we react to that you guys can't hear, which is and, a good thing in that instance. And I just heard um, what I did say. I just realized what I said. Yeah. Um. It's all right. Well. Um. Anyway, have you been watching All Stars? No. Okay. Never mind I'm then. not. Moving on. Yeah, sorry. I will. Um, I'm still kind of getting over my whole Sasha Colby win. So <laughs> I just love that. However, um, we still have to fin- – Chris and I still have to continue watching Yellow Jackets, um, okay. which we haven't in a while. Um, but we've got time this week since our kids at camp. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and the next time – We'll get to this later, but we're going to be gone for a little bit of time. But we're going to be able to go to our Tori Amos concert in between now and then. Mm-hmm. Yay, we'll get to tell you all about it, <laughs> even though you probably don't care. <laughs> Excitement for episode 160. 60. <laughs> okay, I. this is me on, I don't know, tea. <laughs> okay, um, hot tea. <laughs> Whew. We're going to start chapter 26. I walked into this, by the way. Like, you, I didn't do this. Like, this was happening already. Here, here, <laughs> yes, she's absolutely right. I, oh. okay. So, um, anyways, this was an interesting chapter. <laughs> Had a lot. Was it? Yeah. It was a big one. Um, but we finally are where, I don't know, I feel like when I was reading, where I wanted to get to, you know? We wanted to get to hell. Yeah. We're finally like, we're halfway through the book. Like, we should be... should be getting there. We should be having some action. I mean, come on. It's hell bent. So, we are here. Mm-hmm. Um, and me, of course, loving this so much, had to... This is what I know you're going to laugh at. Is that got a blueprint. And I actually was able to, like, I see where they all went. 
and even like put together a little. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, because in my head, I had to. I had to understand this. Well, you're going to need to put that on our Insta or something so everyone can yes. see it. So um, we know that this is an actual place. We know that Sterling Library is real. We know that Lee went to Yale to write all this stuff to a special visit so she could sit and figure it out. Um, one part I was wondering about is that I think it's in the very beginning of the chapter. She, They start off in the linoleum room. That's what I called it last yes. time. But it's linoleum. Lenonia, Lenonia and brother's room. Um, and anyways, she she mentions how she's looking out at the fountain, which is the courtyard. And if she had, Alex does, and wondered if she, she's surprised she didn't know she was looking at the entrance to hell the whole time. I wonder if maybe Lee sat in that spot and like looked at it. Because I know that's got to be a real spot. I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah. It could be. Um. But yeah, we are right at where they're getting ready. So they, they've all gotten to Sterling. They're all getting there, and they've got their little glamour stuff in one of the rooms, and they're waiting for everything to dissipate and all the security cards to security cards <laughs> to get out. But um, I loved, love, love, love this chapter, and um, especially since some of this stuff is neat. I didn't. I know that the first time I read this, I did not understand about the way that all the, like, walking in a circle and walking and closing the gauntlet, like, I couldn't picture it because that's why I made that little picture. <laughs> We've got that. Yeah. So, um, first It thing, is hard to picture. It is, especially since you, if you haven't been there, mm-hmm. um, and none of us have, but it took me a while. I, I realized that, like, I mean, we are starting out this whole thing with like going to the very front of the building like outside that front door um is how it actually starts and in my head I didn't really imagine that yeah but they're at that front door the huge like wooden doors to the entrance that we all have you can see pictures of and I have them <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah the first time I read through this I thought they were outside. In the courtyard is what I thought. In the courtyard. Same here. And I had this, but I couldn't really like fully picture what was happening Mm -hmm. the first time. And then I caught it the second time. Um, But yeah, the first time I read through it, like my brain was just like, yeah, they're outside. And it was just like a muddied image. And I was like, this is what's happening, whatever. Moving on. But yeah, yeah. I agree very much. It's, um, it was confusing. I know like in my head. Just, I was very confused. And, um, but now this time, especially since I took a lot of notes on it, um, had to like figure it all out. But the front, yeah, they go outside to start this. They all like, they got to use the blood. So they all got to cut their arms. I do love Trip the way that he talks about all this stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, why don't we cut the middle of our hand? He's like the silly little cousin that always tags along. He is. Come on, guys. And I love how Alex also in this chapter mentions, you know, like, I mean, she expected almost him to run away, but he didn't. He's there. He's mm-hmm. facing it just like all of them. And, you know, got to give credit I where credit is due. I agree. So, yeah, they go back in and that's how they start everything. And um, we've got, like, I didn't remember this, but I know it was in the beginning where we learned that that when they walk in, it really does look like a cathedral, 
um, like looks exactly like one. And it looks like Mother Mary is up there. And I know we covered this already, but it is the alma mater, which is alma mater. Like, has it always been like, is there a figure named alma mater always? Or do you have any clue? If you don't, it's okay. Um, I'm just wondering whether that just is something that escaped my head always. I'm because it does look from a distance that alma mater, which definitely like I mean mother, mother Mary, but they gotta all start going down there and walking closer and closer to alma mater, which looks like from what you've pulled up, that is an actual real figure. Yep. Not that watch I say that and has actually been a real human being at one point. <laughs> But um, so they all walk together towards Alma Mater and then they're going to go to the right and they are now going to do their like they've talked about how they all are going to have to walk together. But then how Alex is going to be the last to close the circuit. They're walking in a square. They are walking indoors, actually, um, around the courtyard. The courtyard is outside where the fountain is and that's where we left mercy um she's out there guarding it because that is actually where the gateway or entrance to hell is so they all take a corner they take a right and that's where they finally start going around in this like in the square and dropping each individual off where alex and dot like Dawes is second to last and alex is the last one um i think it's interesting just that when they first do open up, like, this whole thing, and they are outside, they're looking at the wooden door, and Lee does a good job of describing that all of a sudden there's this whoosh, and it's cold air, and the wooden door now is just this big black fog emptiness where Mm -hmm. the library door used to be. That's what threw me off the first time. Absolutely. Same here. That's what I was like. Because it's it's a door that they... That yeah. it's a it's a thing, and, and it was a thing on the other side, and now it's a black... And it's outside. Yeah, it's... So yeah. that's what I wonder is like, okay, so... And that's why they, they start hearing people. So then Alex is like, okay, well, we need to get going. We need to walk through this. Mm-hmm. So, and Alex, I guess, they have to go in the order that they're supposed to go in, just walking through that. Um, can Are they the only ones that can see that because they've got the Datura stuff on... Maybe that's what it is because the Datura, I don't know. They all had to put that stuff on. Mm-hmm. So maybe because, I mean, if they're going to walk through that, I mean, no one's going to be there. But what if someone's walking his dog and walks by <laughs> and it's like, oh, look, that door used to be there. Now it's this big black myth. Hey, look. Hello. Hello. Portal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's got to like either seal up behind them or only they can see it. Um, but each one of these like entry entrance points there they all have to put their blood on seems to do the same thing um and they're going to all the drop off points are actually at the entrance to going to the courtyard and i i will post this to my Insta- our instagram so this makes more sense um but if you if you look up Sterling Library blueprints, you're going to find a lot of them, but there's one that keeps showing up, and that's the one that I used. Um, once you get a visual of it, I think it makes so much more sense because this really, like, 
I know it probably wouldn't stop other people, but it stopped me. I had to like figure it out. I was like, okay, got the time, gonna do this. Um, so when they finally do all get to their spots, and Alex is finally in the very last spot, um, and they've got the little drum beat going, they all start going towards the fountain, walk outside into the courtyard. Um, and this is the really, this was another hard part for me because I know that they have to put pretty much there at the very last part, they're about to open up the, the gauntlet is starting to open. And all of a sudden they start water come, starts coming out of the fountain. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I was like, well, they're outside. Like, I mean, like if water was going to keep coming and it keeps talking about how it's going over, like getting higher and higher, Obviously, they're going to be submerged, um, but, I mean, there's a sky. <laughs> like, yeah. they're not stuck in a room. So, in my head, at first, that really was confusing, but I guess I finally start. like, this is my interpretation, is, like, that this was, this is the entrance to hell, and when all of a sudden Alex starts saying that she was feeling things grabbing and holding her and pulling her down— that that is why, like, I mean, they couldn't swim up to the top or anything like that. Like, once it gets to a certain level, that, I don't know, that kind of makes sense. And they're pulling them down the fountain, right? Like, I well, mean, yeah, remember her first sort of descent. Yes. It's water. That's right. Yes. And there's the river. That's right. And she may, and she talks about how that river, like, it's the connection between all worlds. So, um, And she had to have water and like put herself in water mm-hmm. to talk to bridegroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Alex has kind of experienced this before. She hasn't experienced, I don't Not think. Not quite to this extent. Right. When she starts being grabbed and drowned, she says she even feels like, I mean, feels hands going down her mouth and yeah. like, oh And my in God. her eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So she's kind of like had an understanding. Can you imagine what Trip and Turner and <laughs> Dawes are doing at this moment? Like Dawes is probably passed out. She is probably like literally just like, I mean, gone into shock. Turner, I'm sure, is trying to like you grab his pistol Ooh. and try to shoot one of these things. But um, I don't know. I, d- I do love the image of all of a sudden finally realizing that like, I mean, this – they're being sucked down the fountain pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, exploded into water. Um, but it does make me wonder where it – what's going on with Mercy? Is she just hanging out in the water? Because Mercy isn't going. Mercy was out there just trying to protect them from – I don't think she went into anything. I, she's still in the real world. Oh, yeah. So, like, I guess – well, she's in the real world. She's at the fountain. But she's in the real world. She's right. not in the... We're in the... two different dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So maybe she just saw them all walking and then when they like did the one, two, she just was like, oh, they're gone. Who knows? <laughs> um, Disappeared. Yeah. It's fascinating. I think it's neat that... I use that word a lot. I've got to stop. Neat. I hate. <laughs> that's so neat. But that's like one of those words that I associate with you. <laughs> But hellbent is not neat. Hellbent is like... It can be neat. It's so neat. Ugh. I'm sorry, Lee. I'm going to get a better vocab. (sighs) But um, anyways, I think it's very cool. Oh, God. No. (laughs) It is... You know what? Just I will 
fill that with your own personal adjective. Oh, yes. Okay. But interesting part. <laughs> now I'm trying to talk without adjectives. Not going to work. Not going to work. But um, yeah, and that is we finally are going down to hell. However, the rest of this chapter is very weird and segmented. Yeah, I really liked it though. I yes, I enjoyed that it was it was kind of a background of all four of them, sort of. Yeah. Um, Turners. It was my favorite. I think. Um, it's a story of who they killed, right? Why they're it's why a they're the murderer. Why yeah. they're the murderer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think Tur- Turner's is your favorite? I liked Turner's a lot. Yeah. I love Trips. Trips. Tri- yeah. Trips was heartbreaking. It was, but like it was heartbreaking, especially like for Trip. Mm-hmm. But like I think because like I understand, you get to really un- Trip is one of those characters we really didn't know a lot about at all. Right. So yeah. This gave us a really good, more understanding of him. Um, because, I mean, we know Dawes. We know Turner. They've been in this. this yeah, I didn't time. really, like, fully, like, get Turner until this part. I didn't know he was black until I know. I laughed. <laughs> there was... Until this part? <laughs> yes. Was there well, another part that says it? Did I, like, totally miss yes. it? Yes. Like, in Ninth House. Yes, God, there was. I'm going to have to, like, figure that one out. But it oh. was this... <laughs> It was this chapter. <laughs> it's okay. I, I is it? It, um, it is. I <laughs> think about how many moments I have of this happening all the time. So this is the you very sparingly have these moments. So <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't know. I okay. was just. I think it was because maybe because it was so clearly spelled out in this chapter because it was like as a black man, and I was like, oh. Well, okay. okay. Maybe that's, I don't so know. So Turner's black. Don't know. So Turner's black. Okay. Um, didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, Tripp's story, he was how old? He was, like, I mean, he so was it a go- baby. It starts, it goes, his story goes through phases. That's the difference is his story really has bigger time jumps because he talks about how this kid is very mean to him when he's younger and he's in a pool. And then it's just it progressed. At eight years old was the pool. Was the pool? But then the actual yeah. story of him, like like fourteen, murdering is like definitely a time jump. I don't know how big, but it definitely isn't. He wasn't eight years old no, no, on no. a boat. No, 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 no. But it's done. Really, he was really young. Yeah, it's done really well, and it's such an. It's also an interesting concept of murder, because he is the only one that. If you think about it, nobody has called him a murderer. It nope. wasn't direct. No, he is the only one that knows this. So yeah. he, in his head, actually is the one that is calling himself mm-hmm. and thinks he's a murderer because of that. Which, I mean, that's a very... Indirectly, indirect, yes. Exactly. Um, but what I loved about reading his story, too, was like the moment he realizes that he's not going to help him... Like, he is the moment that all of a sudden he starts to realize what... What's the kid's name? I can't... Spencer. Spencer. What Spelled oddly. What Spencer would do when he got back on the boat. And that was the exact moment. Like, if you read... Like, when, right after he started realizing what Spencer would do when he got back on the boat is the moment that, like, I, it clicked with him. And from what I read, I was like, nope. 
Yeah, he they, he talks about a relief. Yeah, and it and it ends that way too. And it's kind of like it was really well done. I didn't know. I didn't know how he had trip had murdered somebody or anything, but I love that we got to see the in how that happened. And it's very it's surprising, I think, your first read too. Like Yeah. Because it's not anything that you could expect. I now since I've read it, it makes more sense because I can't imagine Trip like actually like murdering somebody. Yeah, like, like his his was the most surprising because we knew Dawes because we like actually read through that yeah, one we did um we figured Turner's was on the job but right. that still was not just like exactly. a we didn't know yeah that was a it was a little different and then we obviously knew Alex's yeah Alex's story so um all we knew is that Tripp was considered a murderer and we that was it so his story was the most surprising yeah and um Dawes's is the one that we start out with, mm-hmm. which I'm going to be honest, it wasn't my favorite read just because like we're reading something we had already read yeah. and I didn't, and if I'm reading something like that, like if I'm re, cause that could happen. Yes, we can reread a scene, but if you're going to see it through somebody else's eyes, I need there to be something different that kind of like pulls me into it and i just didn't really feel like i had am i yeah i feel like that's probably why hers was first yeah hers just i think also we know Dawes so well at this point because we like the way she is that i mean she it's just almost like it, it was reading the same scene that we had read before just through her eyes and it just it didn't change yeah. she, she acted the way we would turner's was very interesting um so his is like, because there's like, I mean, he he's a black man. And he's trying to he's on he's trying to get promoted all the way. He wants to. He's a police officer, right? He wants to move up like detective. his detective game. Okay. And this Carmichael guy is like the guy on the on the team that's like everybody loves him. He's hot stuff. Um, he's respected, and he did everything he could to be. This guy's partner. Right. And the time, like, finally came. And then, like, after all of that, he realized that, like, he was protected. Or not protected. He was chosen. Like, Carmichael this whole time was, like, playing him up for this because he knew, like, as a black man, he would have some sort of, like, protection. And, and like, it's – so the one thing that – there's a rabbit in that story, right? Yes. Okay. That is what confu- – what is that? Like, I mean, so he he grabs the rabbit. Like, well, because Babbit Rabbit has always been a thing. Right. I just am confused about, like, the actual – like, I mean, he's looking at the rabbit. Like, I mean, so we've got this dead guy. It was obviously like um, – and he says, why, like, I mean, why is the rabbit there? What is the rabbit doing? Like, what – do you know? I think it's just – the because Babbit Rabbit has shown up so much, like there is something with this, like Babbit Rabbit, because we have it in it's it was all in Ninth House, it's all up in here, right? Um, so I don't know if it this if it's like a if it's symbolism, um, because it was it was the gun. Yeah, he wants him to like he's he like. When the gun is like handed over, he wants to wipe. He was like, "It's a 
It was a rabbit instead of a gun. Okay. That's what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So, and we find out that Carmichael really has been like, I mean. He's been taking money. Yeah, and he's. Because he's crooked. Really crooked. Yeah. Like, and they've been trying to tail this guy named Tut, which we end up finding out that Carmichael pretty much has been working with this entire time and has been, and then now has set up the fact that they keep for him to get killed. Um, because Turner walks in, there's Tut dead. I love all the, like, clues that kept on coming, because it was, as they were dropped, I was like, oh my god, like, I mean, as Turner was realizing, like, well, Tut doesn't have a single, like, a firearm on him, and why would he be in this abandoned cold house unless he was here to meet, like, I just really felt like I was in the mind of a detective. Yes. Like, it was really- I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. It was, it was so well written- where like you felt like you were Turner for a second. It was so, it was so precise, and the feelings were spot on. It was all of that. Yeah, it was really great, and it was it was one of those shocks where like we felt the shock like right along yes. with Turner. It's so cool. Yeah, it was really great. That and props to you, Lee. Just like seriously, like I mean, that is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like. I am not into criminal shows. I'm not into being like a detective or anything like that. But that I, I really felt like, as you said, felt like I was in Turner's head and that takes some big talent. Like I just, I love the way that was written because I just, I really felt like I was there for the entire ride. Um, And Carmichael just being this like super quick character that only lasts a few pages. You knew him. Oh, absolutely. Like image in my head. Yeah. Of what yeah. this person is. That's that's why that one was my favorite one. Like I think we got to know Turner a little better. Yeah. In this. Absolutely. But also just just because of the way it was written. Yes. I mean Trips was written really well. Um and I do and I did enjoy Helly's yes. bit. I did. But there was just something with this, with Turner's story that just roped me in. I think that's what's really cool about this chapter is, yes, it's long, but it's also, like, if you've been reading this book, then it's not like we've been excited about it. So we've been mm-hmm. – it didn't feel like it was a hard no. chapter to read. Like, I don't even remember the first time reading this that it was a long chapter. Uh-uh. Like, I, I had ha- no clue. No. I was just going – I had no idea. Um, it was only the fact that we were having to set it up for a podcast that I noticed. I was like, oh, this is a big one. And I think because it, it's all over the place. So it's not it like you're reading some long war story or something. It's you've got the descent. Yeah. And then you've got four different stories. So it's sections. It, so it breaks it up. It's not like you're reading one long thing about one thing. So this, what you just brought up is Healy, Helly. How are we going to say her name? I say Helly because it's H-E-L-L, but... I'm going to say Helly too then. Okay, so this is my one question that I have about this is, okay, so we've got everybody's story of why they're a murderer. This story is Helly's perspective of how she died. Not Alex's, not anything Alex is in it. Uh Uh-huh. Why do we have this here? Who's the real murderer? Is it Alex? Or was it Helly? Well, I mean, I think they both had a lot of rage 
I mean, I both think they I think they both are a part of it. They both were a part of it. Okay. So we've already had Alex's side. Like we know why Probably. Alex Okay. Okay. That makes good sense. Because I was thinking about that this time around. I I thought about it a little bit last time, but it was like Yeah, I don't think I caught it. I don't think I really did. Because the first time the first time around I was like, okay, we have everybody else's direct story and this is this threw me off, I think, the first time I different read it. Different one, but um, but Heli was part I, of it, too. I like this. I liked this part of it, too, because we, one, it's another part person that we don't know a lot about, um, a lot. And I loved how together we all of a sudden start to go, like, I mean, one, we get to see what it's like to be to to be to be a ghost um, and sorry not to be to be a gray <laughs> and she can i mean for instance she still has conscious she's still conscious and like i mean has thoughts and doesn't even know she's dead actually i don't think in the very beginning part of it like i mean she or she doesn't know she's got vomit all over her. she starts to realize that's how she must have died yeah she she knows she's dead cuz she talks about yes, holding right. on too long and she shouldn't have but I, she I don't wants think, to say goodbye to her girl. Yeah, but she wasn't aware of, of the body situation, right? Yeah, and then she watches all this, mm-hmm. um, and then I love that all of a sudden we then get this glimpse of you know how they say that when you die, you have your like your whole life flashes before you die. Like I feel like this that's kind of taking, per, like it's kind of happening here where all of a sudden she remembers softball. And how, like, her sister would say, oh, my God, you're so good, and how are you so yeah. good? And then it's this one line where she's, like, winding up her arm to hit a really good pitch or mm-hmm. whatever, and she hits it, and Lee takes it where, like, she hits the ball right into what's-his-name stomach really hard. Yeah. I, I love the way that was segmented. Two different worlds, two different thoughts, but we're in the mm-hmm. same world in the one sentence. Like, amazing it's i just thought that was really cool um and babbity rabbity shows up babbity rabbity <laughs> yeah in this too babbity bobbity boo and she mentions i thought you were dead and the rabbit says we're all dead well no she she says to the rabbit, i thought you were dead but it's alex yeah. but then alex says we're all dead she thinks it's the rat but yeah it's alex yeah um so it's it's really cool. I didn't, to be honest, this, and it ends, like, right there after the very last part is, for a second, Heli is sure the rabbit is speaking to her, but when she looks up, she sees Alex, the old living room at ground zero is gone, the blood, the bits of brain, the broken bat. Alex is standing in an orchard full of, okay, yeah, I'm glad I'm reading this. Alex is standing in an orchard full of black trees. Ellie wants to warn her not to eat the fruit that grows on them, but she is already floating, fading away, not even a shrug now, going, going. And then we know that that last word would be gone. Um, okay, am I not remembering black trees? Is that maybe something we just don't know yet and we haven't seen? Maybe she's getting to it. Maybe. Um, it is an exciting spot to stop. <laughs> But um, yeah. I I really enjoyed it. I just, um, I was wondering about that. I asked because I always miss stuff. Well, I mean. Is she seeing? The next chapter starts in the 
trees. So okay, so yeah. she it's the so hell. it's coming. Okay, so it probably has to do with she's seeing her in hell. Okay, yes, very. I love that. Also, like I mean, you mentioned it that literally there is a Lee puts a spot the descent, mm-hmm. and it's like we know we did it. We went to we finally have descended. I'm excited to see where everybody ended up. Um, hopefully, everybody made it. Although we have read it, but I can't remember it. <laughs> um, but that's me. Anyways, um, good chapter, good read. I love yeah. it. So um, good one. Yes, we're finally getting to it. So, um, anyways, we because of um, our staff, we've got a couple different trips and people going out of town. We have no other choice but to take a little bit of another break. So, um, your next episode will be July seventh. So hope you enjoy. Uh, <laughs> but um, we will come back and we are going to be covering chapters 27 through 29. So stop at 30. Um, and yeah, we're going to continue our descent into hell bent. <laughs> I am a Dr. Seuss. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Hey, goes along with the way I've been this entire episode. Not making sense. But yet I've talked most of the time. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, this has been fantastic. Love you all. And, um, yeah, we'll see you July 7th. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. A plus. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, Brenda, 